Hey, Chris. Um, it, it, from talking to the guys in the room, it didn't seem like they were really thrilled with the, maybe the first 10 or 15 minutes, but then what would you say about the way that they kind of collected themselves and, and obviously carried the play from there? I thought they played a lot more responsible, a lot more direct hockey. First five, um, actually probably, yeah, 10 or 15 minutes for sure. Um, it was a little sloppy. I thought we were happy with just exchanging chances. And most often we can win a lot of games by doing that just because I think you exchange chances and your skills going to probably finish more chances than in the opposition chances. But uh, I think in the long run, when you're playing good teams that don't exchange chances, you are running into trouble. And that's something we don't want to get into is playing that type of hockey. And I thought they did a heck of a job the last 50 minutes of um, – I don't know, we gave up 11 shots in probably the last uh, 50 minutes of hockey. So I think they were playing um, pretty responsible from then. So for the last, you know, five of the last six periods or five plus of the last six periods, what, what, what do those, uh, what is that stretch of hockey? What do you think that's meant to your team? Um, and as you guys try to turn it around here? Um, well, I think a lot of things are happening right now. You can see the confidence in some of our players. And I think, uh, McDavid's probably leading that um, with his point production and making plays. Um, but I think a lot of it is of our team. Uh, we're getting four lines that are playing really well. The insertion of Yanmark into our lineup has helped, um, taking away some penalty kill responsibilities from our top guys. And, um, yeah, and Brown also. Brown and Yanmark have been a, a really good pair. Uh, so some of those other guys have um, really had spot duty, which they can, they can do it. But five on five, I, you know, they're they're much better when they're they're rested. So, if we need them killing, they can do it. But I think we're better off on, you know, those Yanmarks and Browns and Fogels and McLeods doing more um, more of that penalty kill time. Can you have an appreciation for Hamblin and the journey that he's had, and you know, five years in the Dub, and then obviously the parts of four seasons in the American League, especially given that you've touched those bases as a head coach yourself on that way um absolutely it's it's nice to see those guys um grind it out and get rewarded for all their hard work and perseverance um yeah it's happy and you see guys through the um through my coaching career that have that opportunity to finally make it where maybe a lot of guys have said no they can't do it they're not big enough they're not fast enough and yeah hammy's been uh, playing really well really well for us and just nice to see him get rewarded with another goal. How much of the transition game were some of the things that you've worked on over the last few days that you've had a chance to, to practice, and how much of it was maybe just the style of game that your opponent played? Uh, sorry, Bob, can you repeat that? The transition game. How much of it was what you've worked on in practice and using the middle of the ice, and how much of it was maybe a little bit opponent-dependent? Um, yeah, I don't – not necessarily. I think I saw – what we were practicing out there on the, in the um, on the ice, um, you know, I thought our D moved the puck up well. I thought our forwards did pretty well on the wall, making those um, the next play. Um, certainly after the first uh, ten or fifteen minutes, but um, you know, I think that transition play on the attack, probably where we got into most of our troubles first, um, just too many turnovers at the blue line. Um, last fifty minutes, I. I don't recall that many, or if any. So it's a it's a fine line on making plays on the attack, especially the team that we have. It's going to happen. 
we don't want to be a complete dump and chase team, but when they've defended it and our options are limited, we want to put that puck behind their defense, put in the forward check, and that's ultimately what you want your team to be, is a team to hard, be hard to play against. And uh, I think we're, we're getting more of that into our game. Chris, uh, Darnell Nurse outlet passes today directly to goals, the, the McDavid and then the Nugent Hopkins one. Uh, Nugent Hopkins mentioned how he basically called the right off the draw. What, what have you seen? I don't know how much you, you knew about him, how much you'd watched, but what have you seen of his play lately that you've liked? Well, I think Paul's been doing a really good job with the defense back there. Um, a lot of talking and uh, communication with him, trying to get him being a little more assertive and making plays. Um, the plays that Darnell made, especially the one on uh, off the faceoff to um, Hopkins, was just an exceptional pass. But, um, you know, such a good skater with a good stick, can close space like very few in the NHL can. And that's the biggest thing we were trying to push him is just be assertive, close that space, and um, just creating turnovers. And I think he's been doing a good job at doing that. And uh, since you've come here, the, the penalty kill is now at 89.6%. Uh, you've given up as many goals as you've scored. You're even three and three uh, on the penalty kill. Have, did you make any systemic changes at all? What's led to the success on the penalty kill recently? Um, well, it's unfair to say that it's just me coming in there that we changed anything. Um, I think a lot of it has to do with, yeah, be honest, a lot of it has to do with luck. And times pucks go in when they, you might not give up a chance and one chance and it goes in. And, um, you know, I think there's been chances where um, our goaltending has been good. They obviously, anytime penalty kills are going well, Absolutely, your goaltending has to make and saves, and I think, I think that's part of it. I think a lot of it has to do with um, just the guys that we're using. I think they're rested, they're bought in, they have found a role, and they're really dedicated in performing that job well. Um, and another thing, I think Stewie, I, he's uh, Mark Stewart's running the penalty kill, and uh, when I got here, we were trying to divide up responsibilities and who's going to do what and um, you know Gully's obviously got the power play and Koff um, is running the defense um, I haven't done much penalty kill and we I you know obviously we put it on his plate and for everything I've seen so far and the meetings he's doing and what he's telling the guys is uh, phenomenal and um, so you know, there's many reasons, and I think uh, the job Stewie's doing is a big part of it. And uh, tonight, the first seven, eight minutes, you made, you didn't like your team's game. Stewart seemed to be fighting the puck a little bit, you know, didn't make a lot of clean saves, and then he made that one glove save, and then after that, he just seemed more poised. How important is it for you to, you know, see guys kind of fight their way through, maybe if they don't have everything early, but then find a way to find their game? Yeah, no, um, first period, um, obviously he found his game, and I think for goalies, um, it's they usually perform well when it's there's predictability when you know where the shots are going to come down and there's going to be breakdowns and then you need the goalie making a key save but I think as the game went on there's more predictability on we had better structure and uh, the first goal I don't think he has any opportunity to save that uh, the second one I think um, he just got in between making a read 
And I know there was one that looked a little um, shaky, but it was kind of a fluke play where the shot was going wide, went off the back of the net, and it bounces into his feet behind him. So it looks awkward, but really there's nothing he can do on that play. But um, certainly he lets in two goals and just got, you know, kind of a shaky um, road trip a little bit. And he could definitely be second-guessing himself, but it's, you know, I don't think there was at all tonight. He, he found his game, he played really well. And back to that save on the, uh, the glove hand save, um, it was a good shot, it was a good scoring chance, and he, um, he made it look pretty easy. Uh, Chris, you have a unique perspective in that you saw Connor when he was very young, and now you're seeing him here close up close when he's at the top of his game. I was just wondering, you know, what are you seeing right now from him that maybe you saw back then that kind of compared the two back then and now? Well, as good as Connor is right now, I don't think I'm ever going to see anything I saw in junior. Um, just because of the level of competition, he was um, far superior than uh, most of his peers there. Um, but right now, obviously, he's, he's confident with the puck. Um, he's obviously got a lot of chemistry with Hyman and uh, Nuge. And, you know, it's nice to see those guys you know when a line has chemistry because one, they're performing well on the ice, but when they're coming off the bench, immediately they're talking. They're communicating about what they saw and what they could have done. And it's not like talking on frustration of, give me the puck, why didn't you do this? There's none of that. It's just like, oh, I just see this play and I was going here and this is what I was thinking. And um, I think that's, that's nice to see. It's difficult to imagine I'd have confidence issues, but he said, you know, a few weeks ago that it, that might have been an issue. But um, what have you seen since you got here in a sense that what, is, what changed in the last week for him? I don't know. I'm not sure what it was. Um, maybe just getting away, getting on the road, um, maybe getting some lucky balances. Just It's amazing how much uh, a player's confidence gets affected with just scoring a point. Um, just getting on the score sheet or maybe, I don't know, it's, I'm not sure what turned it around. Obviously, he's an elite athlete, an incredible player. He was going to figure it out. Like, he was going to find his game. And, yeah, I don't, I'm not sure what was the uh, turning point. Here to your left, um, a couple weeks ago you were standing up there uh, as the new head coach of the Oilers, and, and you have your family in town with you for the first time. I just wonder if you can describe sharing this great experience and this new hockey experience with them for a first time in person? Um, yeah, no, it's pretty special. Um, it's been a great weekend, them being here. And, um, you know, I, I think they had a pretty good experience. I saw them for a little bit after the game. And um, certainly want to hear more about their night. And, uh, you know, the way we play tonight and the way the outcome, we're going to have to get them here more often. Coach, we just have a question in the back here. This young lady has one for you. Um, how fun has it been to coach Connor McDavid? <laughs> um, it's been a great pleasure coaching Connor. Obviously, he's a, a great hockey player. You see that on the ice, making plays that very few can. But also, the leadership he provides to the team, is um, it helps the coaches a lot. Thank you. Chris, over here, Zach Hyman has 
has always said he's not just a natural goal scorer, but he's got 12 goals in 20 games. Is it just around the puck a lot? That's why he scores the goals he does? Um, well, one, you... Um, goals, no matter who you are, Ovechkin, um, Stamkos, uh, you know, those elite scored Matthews, you know, they've got an exceptional shot, and maybe he doesn't have that natural scoring ability of shooting on the... Um, uh, the perimeter or outside the dots, but even as good as they are at scoring goals, it's usually around the net. You think of their goals, their score, and some come to mind, but if you look at the course of all the goals they score, it's usually just crashing the net. And well, Zach's been going to the net and not getting tied up, um, making sure he's fighting for a position, getting inside position. Uh, not allowing the defenseman, lifting his stick, doing those kind of things. And so he's been rewarded with it. And and also it doesn't hurt playing with Dreisaitl and McDavid because they're obviously going to find uh, find him a lot and get, get the puck towards there or towards the net.